You're listening to the Build That Business Podcast, episode number 45. Today, we're talking about how to take things off your plate when you're a solopreneur. If your business is growing and you find yourself drowning in client work with little to no time to work on your business or, you know, have a life, I want you to listen to this episode and grab a notebook. Maybe you're not quite at a place in your business where you can hire a team of people, but you sure as heck can get a team of tools on board to help you run more efficiently. Believe me, I scaled my business from 30K to 300K in five years as a mighty team of one. Automation is my middle name, and I'm so excited to dive in today. Ready to go? Let's get to it. Hello there, and welcome to the Build That Business podcast. Lindsay J. Williams here. I'm a small town mama from Niagara Falls, New York with big, bold dreams. I'm also a successful solopreneur on a mission to help you build, grow, and scale your business. And I'm a damn good cheerleader if I do say so myself. So I'll be with you every step of the way, girlfriends. Here, we share tangible tips and inspiring stories from entrepreneurs just like you, making their business dreams happen. We talk about the triumphs and the struggles of life as an entrepreneur. So what do you say? Are you ready to turn your passion into profits? Are you ready to build that business? I thought you might say so. Let's get to work. All right, let's talk about the elephant in the room. You have big dreams to grow your business. You have no shortage of ambition and drive to get there, but there's one thing you're lacking, time. I get it. As a service-based entrepreneur in the wedding industry, our client work is very service-heavy and time-consuming. It can feel like we hit our own glass ceiling sometimes, a cap in the amount of work we can take on, and therefore how far our business can grow and scale. Maybe you're there now. You see all of these wedding pros talking about six figures and beyond, and you're thinking, that sounds amazing, but I'm maxed out. My calendar is jam-packed and I couldn't possibly take on any more work to get to that multi-six-figure point. Sound familiar? You're not alone and we're about to hit the brakes. If you're feeling like you're treading water right now, trying to stay afloat, all the more reason to stop and step back. I need you to pause, evaluate what you're doing and ask yourself, how can I run things more efficiently? It's the only way you're going to scale. You need everything in your business to run smoothly so you can spend less time on the busy work and more time growing your business. Here are three things you can automate starting today. Number one, proposals, contracts, and invoices. This is a big one. I hear from my students all the time how complicated their quoting process is. And I get it. In the wedding industry, there can be a ton of variables, different florals, food choices, paper types, the list goes on and on. So first, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a look at what you're offering and pare it down. If you're a stationer, you should offer three types of paper and your pricing should be based on the highest cost for you. If you're a photographer, offer packages that the couples can choose from. If you're a florist, maybe you take a look at the cost of flowers and have a simple pricing structure based on the most expensive for you. I know this can get a little bit more complicated for florists, so I'm happy to jump on a call and talk this through with you. But bottom line, you need to pare down your offers so that they are easy to quote. Not only does this save me a ton of admin time when writing up my proposal, it also helps me close the sale. 
When I get a proposal out to a couple the same day as their consultation, I almost always book the wedding. I have a close rate of 96%. Don't you just love when you meet with someone and bam, they have a price right away, they're ready to go? Your couples are likely excited and in the mood to make moves and check off their wedding to-do list after the appointment. So strike while the iron's hot and get that proposal out quickly. Proposals and quoting should take 10 minutes tops. Okay, how do I turn these around so quickly? My secret weapon is HoneyBook. I create a template for my proposal and contracts, and when I'm ready to send the quote, I simply go to the product section and start typing in what the couple wanted. All of my items and quantities are already stored in HoneyBook. Their customer service team will actually do this for you. It's amazing. So after the appointment, I pop open the proposal and I start typing invitations, quantity, 100, and boom, it fills in with the, with the correct price. Then I type in the next thing, RSVP cards, quantity, 100, boom, it pops up. It calculates the total price. I go in and I change the details in the proposals the names, the location, the date, some design notes. Again, this takes me less than 10 minutes. The contract is also in HoneyBook ready to go and there's a spot to pay and to include gratuity if they wish. I think this is an interesting point to mention because before using HoneyBooks, I rarely ever got a tip as a stationer. I know that sounds a bit strange to say and of course I never expect it and always appreciate it, But sometimes stationers, we don't always traditionally get a tip like other vendors do that might be at the day of the wedding. Or I don't know, we just don't usually get a tip. So having that gratuity spot on the proposal was just a nice little bonus. Something to note for all of my stationers listening. And I also want to mention how professional this looks. It's so efficient. It saves a ton of time. It helps me close the sale faster. And it's beautiful. It looks so nice and clean. I used to send quotes via email, and then I had to awkwardly call and walk them through how to place their order on the website. It was such a mess. It worked for the first year, but looking back, HoneyBook is so much more polished. Another thing to note, if you collect a deposit at the time the order is placed and the rest may be closer to the wedding, you can set up all of these invoices right at the time the contract is signed. So no more remembering to send that second invoice or to chase down payments. If you want to try HoneyBook, I have a 50% off code for the whole year. If you go to share.honeybook.com slash Lindsay J. Williams, the code will be right there ready for you to use. I'll also link this code in my show notes so you can access that quickly. All right, next thing I want you to automate, your follow-ups and upselling to keep everyone on track. I can't tell you how many times I talk to my students and they are just about ready to blow a gasket because their couples aren't adhering to timelines. They're sending all of their details too late. They're adding on extra day of items two weeks before the wedding. I get it. It is so frustrating and can seriously throw off your whole production schedule. Also, when you're juggling a full wedding calendar, it's hard to get in the habit of reminding everyone that their details are due or that they need to get the ball rolling. That's like a full-time job in itself. So sometimes when a deadline is missed, you tend to feel bad or guilty that you didn't remind them. So here's how I want you to automate this. It's called my date-based email sequence. I've talked about this on the show in the past, but it's worth explaining again because it is gold for so many reasons. Here's how it works. It's a series of emails that are sent based on a date trigger. In the case of a wedding professional, you could send these based on the couple's wedding date. So for example, you upload your spreadsheet of all of your couples with columns for their names, email, and wedding date, and then they get put into this funnel. 
eight months before the wedding, an email automatically goes out to remind them that they need to start on their save the dates. This is just my funnel. So I want to just run through this real quick to explain how this would work for, say, a stationer. Then six months before the wedding date, it sends an email to remind them to send you all of their invitation wording so you can get started on those. Then four months before the wedding date, it will remind them that they need to finalize and get ready to go to print. And then three months before the wedding date, it reminds them that they need to order their day of items, programs, place cards, table numbers. You see where I'm going here? This is all automated. So number one, it keeps them on track. And also number two, it keeps you off the hook because if they're late with any of these details, you can politely remind them that they got an email letting them know what you needed. So now if the timeline's pushed, it's on them, not you. I know this is in your contract, but they likely either didn't read it or forgot about it. Let's be honest. So I want this to be another touch point to remind them and to take some of the pressure off of you. And number three, this acts as an amazing upselling tool. That three-month email asking the couple about their day of items or reminding them that they need to order, I can't tell you how many sales I get rolling in after these emails go out. I literally don't have to do any heavy lifting. I set it up once, and as couples come on board, they're into that funnel, and this email gets sent automatically. It sells for me. I also do the same type of sequence for all of my potential couples, leads that I get from bridal shows or from my email list. So instead of reminding them of the details needed, these emails remind them when they need to order each item. So if I meet them at the bridal show and they're not quite ready to make a move on their invitations, they go into this funnel and then six months, eight months before the wedding date, it reminds them to order. Again, this is like a full sales team without hiring any humans, my team of tools. I have my full date-based email templates available if you want to grab those. It's got all of the wording I use, an image of the email so you can see how I laid everything out, and full timeline for both email sequences, potential and current couples. You can find that at lindsayjwilliams.com slash date-based emails. Again, I'll link this in the show notes. All right, last thing I want you to automate is how you schedule your appointments. I don't know about you, but before I had an app to schedule my appointments, here's how it would go. Someone would email me and ask if they could schedule an appointment to go over their invitations, and I will email them back and say, of course, I'm available Monday at 4, 5, or 6 p.m. And as I was waiting for a response, another person would call and snag the Monday at 6 p.m. slot. Then the bride who emailed me would respond and say, I'll take Monday at 6 p.m. That sounds great. So then I had to respond and say that spot was filled. Getting a headache just listening to me? I know, it's nerve-wracking, right? This would happen every week or so. It was so hard to keep dates straight, let alone it felt like a rocky first impression to keep having to go back and forth and throw out more dates. When I set up Calendly, This problem was immediately fixed. I put a page right on my website with a link to schedule an appointment and they got a confirmation email instantly. I was able to update my calendar on the back end with my availability so that when someone sent me a message, I could quickly reply with that link and boom, appointment made. This made the appointments easier to get. I was able to respond to inquiries so much quicker and from anywhere because I didn't need to have my calendar in front of me. And appointments could literally be scheduled in my sleep, which reminds me, I want you to put this schedule an appointment button front and center on your website. 
Once you set up Calendly, there should be a button on your website and it should be in the top menu bar on every page. This should be your main call to action. Scheduling an appointment is your number one goal. This should also be the link on your Instagram and where you send everyone when they inquire. If you can get the appointment, you can close the sale. That's a conversation for a whole nother episode, but adding Calendly to my business was so much more efficient and I was able to schedule more appointments and close more sales. So regardless of the app you decide to use for your calendar, your meetings, and your availability, this is a huge opportunity for automation in your business and to generate more leads and close more inquiries when they come in. So there you have it, three ways to use automation in your business so you can take things off of your plate and have more time to serve your clients, grow your business, or maybe even take a nap. Hey, you deserve it. I know you're probably thinking, Linz, I barely have time to breathe right now. I don't have time to set all of this up. I know, I know. But the truth is you can't afford not to do this. If you don't pause, step back and start to run your business more efficiently, you're going to stay stuck and capped out. I speak from experience. I learned the hard way and I don't want that for you. So right now, I want you to clear a day off your calendar and start with one of these. Take a look at what's causing the most stress and see how you can automate. Ask yourself, how can I do this more efficiently? If you like what you learned here and you're ready to put some serious moves into simplifying, streamlining, and automating your business, then I have just the thing for you. I'm hosting a live workshop on Monday, June 13th at 12 o'clock noon Eastern time called Simplify and Streamline Your Business. I'll be breaking down all of the ways that I implement systems and automation into my business so that I could scale from 30K to 300K as a solopreneur. We'll talk about how to pare down your offerings, how to streamline your schedule, what systems you need to put in place, and so much more. Oh, and on top of it, I'll share all of the tools that I use to do all of it. Then after the workshop, you'll get a chance to have some live coaching with me in a Q&A. The cost is just $39 and you can sign up at lindsayjwilliams.com slash June workshop. I'll link this right in the show notes. Oh, and if you're listening before June 8th, I do have an early bird special. Sign up now and you can get in for just $29 with the coupon code EARLYBIRD. One word, all caps. And regardless of when you sign up or if you happen to catch this episode at a later date after the workshop has already aired, you'll have access to the replay. So you sign up and you get the replay and you can go back and rewatch anytime. Again, go to lindsayjwilliams.com slash June workshop to join. And I can't wait to see you there. Thanks for listening today. And as always, keep on building those businesses. There you have it. We just finished another episode of the Build That Business podcast. For a recap of the show, head on over to lindsayjwilliams.com slash show notes. And if you're looking for a community of like-minded creative entrepreneurs, join us inside our private Facebook group at lindsayjwilliams.com slash group. I can't wait to see you there. Oh, and P.S. If you love this episode and never want to miss an opportunity to be challenged and inspired, click subscribe now. Keep on building that business, girl friends.